Is it the end of the world? Yes. It is the end of the world. Hey, it didn't do the thing. And it's also... It's literally not doing the thing. It's just playing the song. What the fuck? I don't know. See, this is what happens when OBS updates, bro. All right, here we go. I'll just do it manually. It's all right. Disaster. Welcome. This is Deck One Delt. My name is Kyle, a.k.a. Keezy, if you'd like. And this is my homeboy and friend. Garvey. Oh. And we are here oh. to give you the dirt, aren't we? The dirt, man. Not beneath the dirt, not above the dirt, oh, but right here at the level of the dirt. Just yeah. eye level with the dirt. Uh, eye level with the dirt. And we are joined. We are joined by a guest today. Very special guest. Oh, man. I can't. Oh, I can't wait to. This will be the first time we've actually, I've actually met him. Well, uh, yeah, the first time I've actually had a conversation with the man himself. Really? Yeah. You're not going to believe this shit, then. Here goes. Gage Ron Wild, y'all. Welcome, my friend. Gage. Yeah. Hi. What's up, Gage? How you doing? Oh, it still says, it still says Lisa and her husband. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> Sorry, bro. Uh, no. You told me it was, you told me it was Joe Bruce who was the guy. I, I lied. It was actually just Gage. It's just off-brand DC Fago guy. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, how you doing, man? I put gate. God. Gate. Doing good. All right. Well, uh, I, I hope you can hear us well, man, because I feel like you're on a bit of a delay. I can hear you guys fine. I can't see you, though. Okay. Oh, here. <laughs> let me fix that. I will fix that. My bad. Um, yes. Yes, sir. Uh, how about this? Can you see me now? There we go. All right, cool. Yeah, it's like I'm sitting right there again. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Gage's video is like frozen for some reason. I don't know if that was my fault or uh, his fault, but there he goes. All right. And, um, we also have a Juggalo origin story lined up, and he's nice. he's been patiently waiting, so I don't want to keep him waiting. Yeah, no, but yeah, we'll bring him right in. So we'll, we'll just dive right in. All right. Can't keep the man waiting. Let me unmute. All right. Uh, everyone, give it up for our... Good friend and yours, Shmeev from Juggalo Judgment. What up? What's up, yo? What's up, bro? How you doing? Like, crack open this motherfucking Fago for y'all. Oh, yeah, salt, man. Genuine Fago, delicious red pop. Oh, that's the perfect. Love it. Oh. Fuck yeah. Beautiful. That sounds man. beautiful. The pot, the, the hiss and pop and fizz of a Fago. <laughs> There's nothing like it. It's beautiful, man. <laughs> Love it. How y'all doing? We're good, dude. How are, how are you? Feeling good. I'm doing man. all right. Doing all right. Had a had a nice chill morning. Watched Death Wish Four. Terrible movie. Oh, really? Oh, Death <laughs> is that is that a John Claw Van Damme joint? No, nah, that's Charles Bronson. <laughs> okay. How many He's of like sixties? <laughs> how many of them are there? Of Death Wish. Five. There's five of them. And then a reboot with Bruce Willis. <laughs> I've never seen any of that shit. <laughs> No, they're bad. <laughs> I think that like the first couple were D, like okay. Like the first one was something, and then from then on, they were just like, "What if like it was not about how vigilantism is kind of bad for the person who does it? <laughs> what if it was just about how awesome it is?" <laughs> That's <laughs> Which funny, is fun. Yeah. Um. So, yeah. So I've never, yeah, I've never seen any of that shit. Um. I don't know. I don't have an opinion about it. We need to get a Death Racers too. Death Racers, yeah, you're oh, right. Oh man, I'm not getting that. <laughs> uh, so, uh, Shmeev, how are you? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. I'm cool. Um, you're my my uh, my gathering fit that I picked up from nowhere fast. Okay. <laughs> the only thing I bought. 
<laughs> That's the only thing you bought at the gathering? Yeah, man. All right. So tell us then. Um, Smart you're, man. You're, you're on a podcast called Juggalo Judgment, right? Yes. All right. So what, correct. what do you guys do on there? What's the deal? So uh, my buddy Mike, the original straight edge Juggalo, uh, per his own name, uh, he's been a Juggalo since like he was in high school or so. And, you know, I've known him since around then and been best pals for a long time. And I've listened to a little bit of ICP before. Like, you know, I picked up the Wraith once and had that because uh, the cover looked cool. Because I was like, you know what? My buddy keeps coming up to me rapping the same lines from some song that I don't know shit about. <laughs> Maybe I'll try listening to them like once or something here. Yeah, yeah. So I grabbed that. I also grabbed the Malenko because he always talked about the great Malenko. So I was just like, well, let me give it a shot. I listened to a couple things. And I was like, yeah, these guys are all right. And then I get him into a podcast that talks about like new metal and shit. And he's like, what if we did what they did, but for juggalo shit. Okay. (laughs) So now here we are going through every single psychopathic release in order from the beginning. Nice. Just track by track, chatting it out and stuff. And so, you know, but, I, so prior to the podcast, you you especially were just a pretty casual juggalo. Not even a juggalo. <laughs> okay. Still not. I still don't <laughs> consider myself one. I don't have that much connection. Uh, hey, you do a you do a juggalo podcast. So whether you like it or not, you're just gonna have to accept <laughs> the label. <laughs> I refuse. Uh, so so you're you're very uh, very uh, casual, even like. Not even safe to call you a fan of ICP, but listener of their music. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's it's the dragon, the person who hasn't heard most of this through it all. So, you know, I, I was waiting for a long time just to get to Malenko. I was like, oh yeah, episode episode four, baby, and he's like. Uh, episode eight. I'm like, oh, man, uh, <laughs> oh man. <laughs> so so that? so, how much of a juggalo is he then? Oh, big time. Okay, so here's the thing. I bought this and one other shirt from the same people, uh, the Nowhere Fast Stand. Not Juggalo affiliated in any way whatsoever (laughs) besides being at the gathering. Uh, He walked away in financial ruin. Uh, (laughs) He very luckily picked up an entire outfit from some people. I think it was... uh, uh, who the fuck is that? Not the uh, not the Safuftiga guys. The guys that they did a song with. Safuftiga. He's <laughs> talking about super famous funk time guys, right? Sufuftiga. Yeah, I like yeah. that. They, That's a good name. they they showed up on on the nightmare stage with someone else to do a song. I don't remember who the fuck it was, but uh, yeah, he bought an entire fit from them, and it was a good thing because he got fucking destroyed waiting for the seminar because he did not know about the trash fights. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's rough. Yeah, mm. wow, it was bad. Yeah, I almost got hit in the middle of that too. <laughs> yeah, I stayed out of that shit. Yeah, yeah. He wasn't aware. Our our expert that we had with us did not warn him about that. Wow. And he was like, oh, I'm sure this will end soon. And he was wrong. Wow. Mm-hmm. What a oh, fail. Yeah. <laughs> they just go on and on. Hour and a half of pure garbage. Yeah. <laughs> Literal garbage. And then more because it was just a yeah. Zen of Love episode. <laughs> I know, man. That fucking blows. <laughs> that was so shitty. Three hours of pure garbage. Yeah, man was and so I, mad. And, and just just for more garbage. And I think Jay w- waited to the very end to like actual yeah. actually say something important, which was addressing the rumors of his retirement. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's the only shit we want. When we, during those mystery seminars, give us news or give us death. <laughs> Pretty much. 
Uh, fuck. So uh, this but was so, with something. Yeah, I mean, they could have started with something decent, but and gone to the fucking Zen of Love, and no one really, really would have yeah. complained. But straight Zen of Love, fuck off. Yeah. So Shmi, this was your first gathering. Is safe to say? Yep. Okay. Cool. Um. Well, first, let me ask you: How many episodes deep are you guys on your podcast now? Oh Lord, uh, hit like ninety or something. Nice man, congrats! Coming up on, coming up on hundred soon. Thank you. So you've uh, been so doing you- this for like three years and some change now. Uh, we started out doing it weekly, but then I was just like. I can't handle this weekly. I can't yeah. edit and listen to stuff to prep for an episode weekly. So yeah, that's a every lot. other week. Um, that's cool, man. So, I mean, that's pretty impressive that you're, you've been able to hang in there with that much. First of all, I, I applaud you for not immediately backing out after I'm sure you did basement cuts, intelligence and violence, and then carnival of carnage. And we I, actually did uh, all of that. Some of that late okay. because he didn't have it at the time. Well, that's, so, that's probably good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but intelligence and violence, I gotta say, not a bad time. Okay. <laughs> uh, I've, I've I've heard, I didn't care for basement cuts as much, but intelligence and violence for like the first thing that, you know, was kind of put out by them was pretty impressive, actually. And there's some fun shit on that. I actually like, I like it too. <laughs> yeah, we got to sit down with D Lyrical because of that. Yeah. Oh, that's really cool, man cool guy wow so uh so uh, i mean you guys were you guys were at the gathering doing the uh, in the podcast tent right yep uh, I, I apologize i i didn't get a chance to really we were so frantic during that whole oh, thing man. that i didn't get a chance to walk around and talk to nobody really yeah it was crazy and also like with the sound checking going on during that yeah it was, man what it a was man. a wild time you yeah. may have noticed i was i was dressed as misty from pokemon because i was treating it like an anime convention because that's the only thing that like that, that i've ever been to so <laughs> that's just, hilarious ah, fuck it I, I like that uh that's we pretty funny you guys then Clover mentioned it. you were out there he almost wore the same <laughs> yeah you're like right across from the duck one delta level yeah, yeah i did i yeah i remember seeing yeah i was like wow pokemon huh? that's, cool. that's funny <laughs> that's good shit bro <laughs> yeah, it's fun all right well that's cool so w- let me ask then like you going through all this icb shit b- barely being familiar with them like how how have you been coming out of the of these episodes like do, do you feel yourself like um like kind of getting latched into the the culture of it or are you just kind of begrudgingly still like hammering through these songs every week or every other week i like float in different areas with this because the thing that really got me with icp that got me interested in actually like digging into this was like i wanted to look into what they're talking about a lot because i think they got some cool themes going on in their music especially whenever it comes to shit like you know they're kids who grew up you know, poor in Detroit and stuff. And, you know, they have this, what I call unsophisticated class consciousness, which is my favorite kind of class consciousness. <laughs> if it's too sophisticated, it's out there. But like, these guys are just like down to earth talking like this is shit that's fucked up and affects a lot of people. And I'm like, hell yeah. And when they get into that, like piggy pie, it's, they're talking about some shit on either version of that. Yeah, I love mm-hmm. both of them. And, you know, that kind of stuff really interests me. So I'm, I'm excited for going into some things whenever, you know, I'm thinking there's going to be something. Sometimes they kind of just let me down on things mm-hmm. and they're, you know, especially back in the past, they had some stuff <laughs> I was not a fan <laughs> of that yeah. crops up from time to time. But, uh, you know, I, I do still look forward to it because I'm just like, I get Damn, to talk about some shit. And sometimes I get to talk about 
some weird shit that I'm into where it's just like, oh shit, this is just like some myth that I know about and I get to fucking flex this dumb knowledge I carry around in my brain. <laughs> so what's your, what's been, what's your shit then? If, if ICP ain't your shit, what is your shit? Uh, as far as like music and stuff goes, I mean, I, I grew up, uh, a classic rock kid and all that stuff got into metal and all that. Um, nowadays I just, you know, I'm, I'm into a little bit of anything, you know, throw on a, throw on a jazz or whatever. If it grooves, it grooves, uh, you know, that, okay. that's, that's kind of my thing. Uh, oh, yeah. like as we've sort of strayed towards things that might be considered horror core, I've realized like, I don't really care about horror core. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's kind of, it's, it's a little try hard for me a sure. lot of times and I'm just like, no thanks. Sure. But, <laughs> So what do you think yeah. then about um, ICP's more like, what do you think about their positive uh, messages and, and songs and stuff like that as, as someone who's not into the horrorcore aspect? My absolute favorite ICP song, the best ICP song to me that has ever been written and put to record is Homies. Mm. That song is fucking incredible. Mm -hmm. uh, not just on like the general positive side of things, but what it's talking about, which like, they've been ahead of the game on a lot of shit here and there. Like they, they really do like talk about stuff that I feel like I haven't quite heard being in the mainstream discussion, like until recently mm. and they were on top of it. And especially stuff just talking about like, yeah, you know, sometimes your friends are the better family and your family really kind of ain't shit. <laughs> like, yeah. That's a good point. Just listening to that earlier today. Yeah, I mean that song. Such a jam. That song is timeless, and it's, it's a. It really did capture timeless. It's catchy. It. I mean, it. It could have easily been on the radio. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, man. I mean, I don't think you'll have much pushback. You know, mentioning that as your uh, favorite <laughs> Ice B song. That's. It's a beautiful choice, honestly. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I'm. I'm happy to see that you. You're. You're into that that's kind of shit. Hell yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's. It's. It's good, and I mean. Uh, as far as like things that we've covered so far, I mean, Malenko, as far as I'm concerned, is is front to back an excellent album. Mm -hmm. uh, I I do consider it their best, pretty much. Yeah, same. And yeah, they, you know, they there there's a lot of stuff that they get into, like the positive stuff. Even it's <laughs> not really positive, but I mean, the Mighty Death Pop, the song is like upbeat and fun oh, while yeah. they're talking about love that song the inevitability mm -hmm. of death <laughs> hell yeah yeah dude that, i mean that's uh the, the the lore is what i mean drew drew me in you know the lore of these wicked clowns like that that is the selling point you know it, it, it's sure what they're saying is interesting and, and stuff like that too but the the story of them and the what they're building the dark carnival like all give me all that shit that's that's pointing <laughs> to all that man like that's that's where that's where my love for them uh, lives i oh. feel like they had a uh before they were out but like icp really connected with me because of they gave a voice to the voiceless i think they were they had a big part in that yeah there was course. there was like a there was a majority of kids in the 90s that talked like that they thought like that but there was no music really out there that was like that that they they that could represent that way yeah they were keeping it so real it, yeah it was just they were just normal that's how people talk that's how people were back then they gave finally gave that voice and that's what connected with me at first and in the lore after i figured that out that was just you know icing on the top Hmm. yeah they they tapped into an emotion for sure like that's 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 definitely a big thing like 
even like any any kind of genre of music that hits like that it's it's always something you know back in high school i i do remember like emo kids and shit getting made fun of and all that stuff but it's like yo these bands they tapped into something obviously Mm -hmm. that connect with people and gave and did give a voice to that (laughs) and you know icp found their niche and it's it's a good one oh for sure it's worked this long man it's they definitely uh they did it they're fucking doing it hell yeah um <laughs> yes i do um so so going through uh, all these albums you said you're going through all the psychopathic releases um mm-hmm. so uh, are you still fucking st- crazy are you still doing it chronologically because we started doing that chronologically and then just and that fell apart pretty quickly and we just been ra- doing random since then but h- how's your how's your experience we're still going chronologically uh just I think the last thing we did was Crimson Creek Boondocks. Oh, interesting. Uh, and as soon like whenever this is over, we'll be going to Magic Ninja whenever that starts up too. So it's we're hitting it all. Hey man, keep and, it keep it rolling as long as people are are paying attention, man, and you're having fun. That's the that's the main thing. Yeah, I think I think actually jumping back to do the stuff that we had missed was really good for me because for a time I felt like it was kind of stagnating in, in these, like, I don't know, just a certain era where it's just like, man, I don't know. It's all kind of just blending together in front of me. Yeah. Yeah. I get <laughs> and that. And Jumping back to this really old school sound all of a sudden, I'm like, I feel revitalized now. You got to hear them <laughs> just being incredibly dumb 17 year olds. Let's go. There's so, there's something to that. Like the, the vibe is like every, you know, people will want to compare first and second decks a lot. And we do that a lot here too, but, um, you know, it's, and it's easy to say like, Oh, this song's better than the other, but why, why is the new stuff? So not as good as the old stuff. And it's (laughs) there, there's a, there's a a special charm about it. That's, that comes with, I think just being them being in their youth and being so hungry, you know, and it's, it's, there's something there. It's been hard. It's been hard to replicate, but that said, I mean, they still come. We've gone through and re-listened to a lot of shit that we weren't sure we would really like, you know, like just shit that we on first or second listen, like that shit's kind of not great. And we found ourselves like, okay, that's better than we thought, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? Uh, but that said, has there been anything that you listened to that you were just like, okay, this is, this is a low point. <laughs> Uh, I've I've had a couple here and there. Uh, as as Riot's albums have gone on, I've just gotten more tired of that because I'm just like, ah man. <laughs> it's, the first one was fine. You could have just stopped at dumping. We'd have been okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But then whenever we had gone up to what is it, the third or fourth one, and then that was when we went back to do the old stuff, which included Golden Goldies because he didn't have it at the time. Okay. Golden Goldies was a low point for me. I was like, no, man. You know, I, I've never given that album more than like a, a cursory, like background listen. Mm, yeah, I think so. My, my thoughts on that is like, yeah, if you're a big fan of ICP and Psychopathic Records and all that stuff, that's probably a fun album for you. If you really like them and all that stuff, because, you know, you're listening to a bunch of these guys that you enjoy listening to just being goofballs and having a blast in the studio or whatever, but I don't like them. <laughs> I listen to their music and I think they're okay, but they are not my friends. <laughs> yeah. 
I get it. That's, that's my thing. <laughs> I can feel that, man. Like uh, that, that. There's a reason that album never was like officially released. Yeah, it was just for them uh, initially. Oh, yeah. Like they, you know, they wasn't it something. I mean, you, you, you probably know all the uh, ins and outs of the that recording and why it was recorded and thing. From what I heard, it was just like, you know, it was for each other. It was for yeah. you know, yeah, just to write something in five minutes and record it. There yeah. you go, one take. Hmm. So you said before you were doing the Juggalo podcast, you, did you say that you were doing a, a new metal podcast or you guys were listening to one? Listening to one. Okay. Uh, our, our good pals at the the Roach Coach podcast. Oh, uh, shout out. Good peeps. Okay. Uh, th- I was curious because I didn't know um, prior to doing the Juggalo podcast, um, like had you d- had you guys done anything else? Like uh, any other YouTube podcasts or anything like nothing that? Nothing in a... Uh, Nothing in any kind of public sense, no. Uh, just, like, we're in a band in our local area. Don't do much right now, but that's okay. about it. We where, where are you guys we from? We really do much. Uh, Western PA, around the Pittsburgh-ish area. Okay. Shout out. Shout out to Western PA. I don't know. I, I, anytime it's somebody right. mentions anything in PA, I have, like, one friend that lives there, and I'm assuming you live by him, because I don't know where in PA yeah, sure. he even lives. <laughs> mm. <laughs> hey, what, man? There's some there's some awesome areas in Pennsylvania. It's not bad. I have driven across the whole state. I'm sorry, I didn't catch that, Gage. What'd you say? away from me i'm pretty close to pennsylvania and the pittsburgh area oh yeah he's on the he we, we all like live in ohio Shmeef, if you didn't know oh, okay um, gage yeah. gage lives a couple hours uh, uh west of us or east of us uh, like he said near the pennsylvania border but um right on also midwest homeboys hell yeah so like how far did you have to go to the gathering <laughs> like 30 minutes Literally, we went home every night. I was not even that. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, with, with traffic, I, I was home with traffic. It could, it was thirty minutes, but man, like if he, uh, I, I drove there in like twenty. Uh, it was like twenty two minutes. <laughs> yeah. Swear to God, I gunned it the whole way and got there in twenty two minutes. <laughs> yeah, that part was Hell nice. Yeah. <laughs> we, we we have had that luxury. It was a what? Gage. It was like an hour and forty minutes for me, or like two hours on traffic. Okay, that ain't, that ain't too nice. bad for you. Two um, and a half, three hours for me. Yeah, yeah still ain't too hard. bad. I mean, I would have gladly yeah. drove that shit. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah, packed up with with my co-host and the ICP with We Boys. Hell and yeah, headed out. Yeah, those guys are cool. So, are, are do you guys, guys? Were you guys um like fr- how friendly were you with them or any other Juggalo podcast prior to the gathering? Uh, so ICP with We is really the only other podcast that we know on any real level uh okay. but we it's, it's actually pretty funny because they had their write-up on uh fago lovers some time ago and mike the shameless promotion guy uh puts a like puts a comment on it like hey yeah if you enjoy this show check out our podcast Juggalo <laughs> judgment or whatever. Okay. and they really could have just fucking you know smacked us down on that one but no, he's hustling yeah. all right but they were real cool about it. And, you know, since then, we've become very good friends. Uh, I love those guys. Uh, they flew in from their respective states to carpool out to the gathering. So, and oh, that's really cool. Because of Eric, that's the reason we had the event at all. Mm-hmm. Because he organized, he suggested it. And Jump Steady was like, yeah, uh, let me call you and <laughs> set the whole and you can uh, organize it all. So. That's so cool, man. Like, like we had um, last week we had on the uh, 
the people that were doing the ice carving uh, during the DJ Chunk show uh, uh, or whatever, one of the parties or whatever. Uh, we had them on last week and it was a similar thing. Like they just literally called Jumpstead or put a, put it out there. I don't know how they got a hold of them or whatever. Mm. Just message them or email. Hey, you, can we do this? They, they're like, fuck yeah, come on. So, I mean, that's Jumpsteady. He's, uh, he's down. I would imagine if you get a hold of Jumpsteady in time, you could probably pitch a lot of like any, the, the thing about it is, is you're going to have to run it. Yeah. He's like, okay, yeah. you, if yeah. you can do that. You're in. You yeah. <laughs> That's pretty cool. Yeah, he, uh, I guess it's just through the, uh, you know, the, their whole thing for the gathering where it was like, send us recommendations. Oh no. Mm-mm-mm. Oh no. Are you still there? Oh no. Oh, uh, I'm, I'm here. Okay. You're here. If it's okay. paused on us a little bit, but you're good. <laughs> Yeah, I froze up here too. <laughs> it's okay. So you said that, um, yeah. So you you or ICP with we guys hit them up and like they just like fuck it, yeah, let's do it. I'm I'm so happy they did that, man. Because we had although it was a shit show, like we had fun trying to make it happen, and it felt cool to like yeah. we're we're performing at the gathering, you know. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. I mean, <laughs> shit, first gathering, and I get to fucking have a sanctioned event there. Let's go. Yeah, and people coming up to us to talk to us. I'm like, I'm fucking nobody, and people are here. <laughs> To see me, yeah, it's <laughs> weird and it's cool though. It's pretty Got pretty a kid. I accidentally made a kid throw up. Whoops! <laughs> Had a what? chugging contest thing set up. Oh shit! No, it looked like they were having some fun over there. Yeah, more nard. Yeah, the, more nard bullshit. Time. Yeah, the kid chugged an entire cotton candy. It did not go well for him. <laughs> oh god, yeah. Uh, so you you guys had a fago chugging contest. <laughs> I set it up. Mike did not uh, necessarily approve it. Okay, uh, you know I just, I do things on on my own, and he just kind of has to deal with the fallout. Okay, I got you. All right, hey man, that's cool. You guys uh, you sound like you're a good combo. Yeah. So who does <laughs> we have a good time? Who does all the technical stuff? Me. Yeah. All right. Cool. So <laughs> so you had to you bought all the equipment. You had to learn how to record. Uh, you le- <laughs> learn how to use Audacity. Uh, I'm a Reaper guy nowadays. I'll have to try that out. All right. I am that guy too. So I I just like uh, shooting the shit and learning uh, other people's tactics like that. Hey, I do some shit. You do. (laughs) You you're more of the personality. I'm more of the behind the scenes. Yeah, I, oh. I taught Mike how to do some basic editing because he does his own uh, weekly th- like things on our off weeks just to ah. talk about the recent news and oh, all that. Okay. So he he can throw a thing together real quick. And sometimes I've been like, "Hey, I'm not feeling it. Can you make an intro for us real quick?" Oh, dope. It's like it's about how I'm, I'm I not am. feeling yeah. artsy today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, Carver does his fair share. He, he's uh, he's uh, edited together a couple last few videos we've uh, like made yeah. and shit like that. So I can throw together a piece like <laughs> a singular piece and make it good and it comes out good. But like, yeah, the whole just running the show is like I could not do that. <laughs> it's a lot. I, I can a lot of work. Just looking at this setup, that's a lot of OBS shit you got going on. You got scenes on scenes, and I I don't know, man. <laughs> yeah. That's I do build the sets though. I I can build shit, but oh, fuck yeah. doing the fucking the the technical stuff, man. I yeah. Uh, build the sets, play the guitar. Yes. Yeah, build the sets, draw, play the guitar. I can edit some videos together, but that's about it. <laughs> um, Shmeev, what's next on the docket for Juggalo Judgment? Oh, what the fuck is next on the docket? Uh, we did just record uh 
we had the ICP with Wee Boys on to do a debrief episode on the gathering. Okay, uh, we I'll check that we out. We had to record it twice because uh, everything went wrong the first time. We've been <laughs> there recording. I feel that that sucks. <laughs> but uh, that that'll be out uh, next week. Cool. Uh, that's that's going to be the next thing that I put up. Okay. And I don't know what our next album is. What the fuck came out after Crimson, Crimson Creek? Probably, I think it's Let Them Bleed too, isn't it? So wait, do you do you, how do you keep track of that? Do you have like a spreadsheet or something like that? We do have a spreadsheet. Uh, Mike set it up. He listed it all out. So we got stuff Dumb. for a long time. I need that, bro. If he set that, you just share that shit with me. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. Send that I can shit do to that. Us. Hell yeah. <laughs> all right. Um, well, um, shit, man. Um, do you have, have you collected any ICP merch or memorabilia in your time as a juggalo here? As a, as a, um, as a whether you like it or not, juggalo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the one thing that I do have, uh, well, I mean, aside from... Uh, my thing here, this, the, uh, fuck, it'll show up somewhere. Oh, I there see it. it yeah. Yeah, we, yeah. Yeah. The, my band and the, the, the pendant thing. Yep. I did the first show that I ever went to, um, a place called Mr. Smalls, uh, it was an old church converted into a, a venue in the area. Okay, cool. Um, it's an awesome place. Love it. We saw ICP with POD and, Dope DOD and DJ Paul. I can't, I think that's everybody. I can't remember. Uh, and there I bought a Bloody Mania 7 DVD, I think. And probably one of my favorite things that I've gotten a uh, collecting the special Wizard of the Hood. Oh, that's oh, a good one with the 10. Wizard of the Hood's great. Yeah, that is the, uh, of, of the solo projects. That is probably my favorite yeah dude that's a great one i mean that yeah that's i mean that's a to me that's brilliant just storytelling on mm-hmm. a, on a storytelling level that is a brilliant album right there. Oh, let me ask this uh that got some, that had me thinking is has there been an album that you kind of like I'm, I'm sure there's a lot of albums we're going into it you're like okay here goes but i'm curious if there's been one that like knocked your fucking socks off with like how much better it was than you thought it would be um Man, that's a tough one. You're uh, like, I didn't expect to like this shit, but it shit. fucking slaps. Damn. I know that has, ha- you know what? Actually, very recently, um, the Opaque Brotherhood. Oh, Dark yeah. Lotus, Hell yeah. Uh, that one surprised the shit out of me because the yeah. other two Dark Lotus <laughs> albums that we listened to, I, I was okay with the first two, but I wasn't all that into them. I didn't feel like they had anything super special about them. Mm. But that one, I was like, oh, they're like digging in on some like storytelling and shit and kind of like building up this mm. this image. And I'm like, that's sick. This is good as hell. We, we had a pretty similar revelation when we did that album because we that was one of those albums we kind of casually listened to when it came out. Didn't really have a strong opinion on. But when we were forced to listen to it for the show, we like we we're like, God damn, well, I'll be goddamned. This fucking album rules, you know? And we had the same thing. With yeah. the, we had the same thing with the next one. So I look forward to hearing your opinion on that one too. Mm-hmm. Nice. All right. But yeah, that one was it, it was tight. Except exactly like Wizard of the Hood, um, I I stopped before the bonus tracks because I just don't care for them. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's fair. I mean, the bonus tracks on Wizard of the Hood, like I literally don't even remember them because like they're forgettable. Yeah. There's bloody shine. bitch. De- bloody bitch dead was one. Mm. I remember that shit. <laughs> there's a few, there's a few of them on there I like multiple yeah, myself was a multiple myself I do like my shine or, or whatever the hell that one was called yeah that one yeah. wasn't bad 
Ain't nobody gonna stop my shine. <laughs> that one, right? <laughs> yeah. What's your favorite track? I mean, I know Wizard of the Hood is like a whole experience, but what if you had to pick a track on there? What, which one do you like? Wizard. Um, oh man, where's it at? As where's my might, brain at? Uh, homies of Smoke with Shiny Diamonds. Homies of Smoke with There It Is. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I'm like, the one with Monoxide. Yeah, that yeah. one. Believe me. Yeah. Like, I love that. That's track. my favorite too, bro. Yeah. <laughs> it's a good one. Hell yeah. Not even a smoker, but I love it. Hell yeah. <laughs> Have you, do you listen to Juggalo Rewind? Uh, I need to get around to it at some point. I've chatted with the guys on that. Those guys are so them. cool. They um, that, that's the only other Juggalo podcast I have really even listened to. Oh, I've listened a little bit of Ice Speed with We. I'm going to check yours out. Um, but the the Juggalo Rewind guys, they just started doing uh, Wizard of the Hood, and it's pretty been pretty that's fun listening right. to that. Yeah, they they uh, that was brought up because we we hang out in the ICP with We Discord. Shout out. <laughs> I hear I hear it's popping over there. Maybe I should join. It's it's pretty good. We got we got all the peeps in there. All right, I'll hop like, over most there. of them. I don't know, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but yeah, uh, they they mentioned they were doing that, and I was like, oh shit! And in my head, I'm like, I need to I need to get on one of those. I need to talk about. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude! That's awesome. So there's a Violent J has another um, album that he's putting out. It's the Walking Home thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, That's he, right. He came out with one song. I have no clue if it's ever going to finish, but it, it seemed okay. It was, it had some storytelling in it. I thought it was, it was pretty cool. So, but I, th- I mean, that has potential if he would just finish that kind of shit. Like, yeah. that, it, I, let me rephrase it. it. It doesn't have potential to be as good as wizard of the hood. That was a one and done. You're never, you're never fucking pulling that off. Again, I mean, he brother. said, he said it was <laughs> Jay himself said it was going to be as good. Yeah. That kind of sounds like it would be a lot like uh, the song out. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't listened to any of it, but like out is literally just like, here's my day while I was, I was out doing a thing. Yep. Great song, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, that, that's Another dope. fantastic storytelling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, it's, I'm sure at the very least as a non-juggalo, you, you've, you've come to appreciate ICB's ability to do that. Um, For sure. Even- that, that is, that is like a big thing is that like. Jay can can tell the fuck out of a story. He can. I mean, he's a natural t- storyteller, even when he's just talking. You know, <laughs> even when he's just like Mikey Clark said in that interview on that one podcast recently. Mm-hmm. He said, "Yeah, when Jay when Jay would be in the studio, he'd, he'd run down to the corner store and come back, and he you would want to hear that story because yeah. he would have a fucking story. <laughs> Hell yeah, it's good shit. <laughs> well, um, we'll get him on Juggalo Origin Story one day. Yeah, Jay, of course." Jay, I know you're watching. You're you're welcome to join us. We'll get his mom. <laughs> oh yeah, we need Jay's mom. Him and his him and his go. mom. <laughs> All right, Shmeev. Um, we'll let you go, bro. Uh, does he have any last parting words or any shout outs or anything you wanted to say before you go? Uh, I, I mean, I don't know. Just check check us out. I guess Juggalo Judgment everywhere. Uh, that's that's it. Uh, I don't I don't have a whole lot. Follow me on Twitter at Schmeev if you want. I don't I don't talk about Juggalo stuff that much. But you can probably see about what movie I'm talking about or something. Fuck yeah! Oh, do you got? Uh, do you thanks got for a, having me on, guys. You're welcome. Uh, you got a movie? You, awesome. you got a movie recommendation for us? Uh, Battlefield Baseball. <laughs> okay. I'm, oh, is that new? Nope. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Mid two thousands, a Japanese movie about a high school baseball team that has to go up against a team that just like murders their opponents and stuff. Uh, mysterious <laughs> transfer student shows up who's super good at fighting and baseball. 
and he's like their their last hope. It's sick. That sounds it's amazing. amazing. <laughs> <laughs> mm. All right, Shmi. Well, thank you. So you're a fan a of cinema, huh? Okay. <laughs> oh, I love me some movie. <laughs> uh, all right, bro. Well, thanks for joining us. We'll holler at you later. Uh, uh, we'll see you next time. I'll, I'm going to check your show out, man. Thanks. Thank you. Have a good one. Thanks. All right. Thanks. You too. Dude, nice talking to you, bud. Nice talking to you. Um, whoop. Yes. There we go. We got rid of Shmi. Finally. Just good kidding. guy, man. Just I had a, had a had a good couple conversations with him at the gathering, man. Super yeah. nice guy. Yeah, Pos- he, yeah, positive he, vibe. Good he, energy. He hit me up like, hey, we talked to the gathering. Like, uh, when, can we, when can we hook up? I'm like, let's, yeah. let's, let's fucking do it. I, it was like two days before our show. I was like, are you a, are you free Sunday? And he's like, whoa, whoa. Let's, uh, maybe next, <laughs> maybe the following week. He's like, all right. <laughs> so, yeah, he's a cool guy, man. I look to put the podcast out. That guy's cool. Yeah, man, for sure. He's cool as fuck. And it's an interesting, uh, like the ICP with Wii was kind of like that. Like one guy was a juggalo and the other guy was not at all. And then they, they were kind of doing something similar. Um, I'm going to check theirs out. I think, uh, uh, Shmeev is giving me a, um, he, he gives me a, he has a similar vibe to me that I feel I'm feeling him. You know, I, I feel like we have a similar, uh, uh, appreciation. He, the songs he mentioned, I mean, unfuckwittable. Yeah, of course. You know, he knows good mm-hmm. music. Gage knows what's up. <laughs> so we got yeah. uh <laughs> Yeah, I'm gonna that up. <laughs> uh, DC's in the chat, the country singer, Mike. Um, I was just pulling up my Spoon notes. Spoon of Spine. So let me ask you this. Ranch. Can I ask you this? Yeah, what's up? What is hoodoo? What is hoodoo? What is Ooh, hoodoo? I did some research. You did? Hoodoo is of I the... I did, yeah. I, I, I mean, I, I think I can... I mean, let me, you know... Let take me this tr- one. Take this let one. Take this one. You got it. Hoodoo is, 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 is uh, witchcraft of an a- African descent, I would imagine, right? Whoa! Well, no, no, well, no. Well, I mean, that's where voodoo comes from, right? Wait, are, you're talking about voodoo. Voodoo, but that's what hoodoo is. It, is it? Yeah, I think voodoo is a cross between. You think hoodoo and voodoo are the same, even though they are a different word? I think hoodoo is a play on voodoo, mm. which is African witchcraft. All right, Gage. Am I wrong or Gage, am I right? Is he right? No, that's pretty accurate. So it came from the time of slavery, and a lot of slaves would practice hoodoo, which was rooted in African voodoo, and they had to keep it from the slave owners, and it kind of was like from Africa, but it started in America. He does and say that he, is. He, he's like, he's like, it's like West African black magic or some shit. Yeah. I mean, that's it's mm-hmm. who do is real. And it's like, who do he says like, but was it black magic? I mean, I, I mean, the, I mean, the origins of any well, type. It, it the origin, literally is. But isn't the origins of any type Voodoo of like practicing of, of that kind of thing was just like part of, the culture in that, you know, in those of the yeah, black culture, it's like about like nature and like earth and ritual. It's kind of like Wiccanism. Yeah. It's just kinda. like ritualistic things that all like, you know, uh, uh, indigenous people did throughout the, all over the world. I mean, shit. You, yeah. You know, I mean, it was all, I mean, so wait, when black people do magic, is that black magic? <laughs> that might be why it's called that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> 
Is that why it started? Is that why black magic was? <laughs> Wait, is that a controversial? Like stance? the Euro- the Europeans <laughs> called it. You know, the Europeans called it witchcraft, and then when they saw black people doing it, they said, "Oh, that's black magic." <laughs> I, I don't fucking know. Yeah, but it's it's basically like a religion, and it just gets Hollywoodified to become this mystical like thing that could be good or evil or whatever. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that said, I did have another follow-up question. What what a Rastafarian? Uh, what's the uh, Jamaican Rastafarian that came from Africa as well? I believe hmm. the whole Rastafarian. Yeah, that, I don't know what they're. Yeah. What they? Well, that said, um, I mean, my follow-up question to to what is hoodoo is, then how come Papa Shango was so dope? Papa Shango. Hold on. Papa Shango. Is that yeah, a wrestler? <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's a wrestler. No, wrestler. <laughs> God. You're dropping some sh- fucking shit I haven't thought about in years. I know, you. right? I mean, we're talking about hoodoo and voodoo and black magic. I mean, how are you going to talk about all that and not Papa Shango? And you got a, you have your Papa Shango hat here? Yeah. Yeah, I do. You're absolutely right. I do. Boy, you know what? You're, you're right. I am. You're absolutely right. Absolutely. Where is this going? Yeah. All right. All right. Let me see. I, that was all the questions I had. <laughs> <laughs> you just had questions. Of all the questions you could ask, let's, let's, let's pull out Papa Shango. Yep. Yeah. Well, I'll tell, you, I'll, well I'll tell you one thing. Yeah, he's an old, he was a wrestler. I think he wore a big fucking weird mask. Mm. Like, didn't he wear one of those big he, weird voodoo masks? He painted masks? his face, bro. He painted his Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. He came down with like the staff. He had like one of these. Yep. These fucking staffs, mm-hmm. and like yeah. he, he would come down like yeah, like, yeah, it had like hair and shit. I think so. Voodoo, I think, was uh, in America at least. It was it was based in uh, it was based in Louisiana. Mm. Yeah, I mean, it's still practice down there today. There's all sorts of like voodoo shops and shit. Yeah, I've yeah. Seen I, New Orleans. I remember that from Princess and the Frog. Yeah, I sure. love that movie. That movie is the <laughs> shit. Disney movie. It's the shit. Princess yeah. and the Frog. Was that a Disney? Was yeah. That, that vi- was a cartoon, wasn't it? The villain in that yeah. is literally Papa Shango. I'm oh, not okay. kidding. He's literally Papa Shango. Yeah. Yeah, the, the shadow man is his name in that. He looks badass. It's now, all voodoo. Yeah, he's shit. fucking awesome. There is some connections to voodoo and the beginning of the mainstream music industry in America, actually. Okay. Go on. So for like for some of the main for some when 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 the mainstream when mainstream music started popping off in America which was like you know blues and 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 you know old rock and you know those things back in back in the fucking day okay that whole story of the guy going to the crossroads and selling his soul to play the guitar hmm, I don't it's know like that. a famous story oh yeah i know what you're talking about i don't remember who the artist was he like died really. That's part of like the Twenty Seven Club or something like that, right? I believe so. He's one. He's probably one of the first. He was one of the. It's the first like uh, tale of somebody getting famous because of you know voodoo selling a soul. Yeah, I think it, I think he was from Louisiana or or maybe Mississippi. Oh. The the Louisiana Mississippi Delta Line blues is kind of kind of has the same kind of sound. Is it about um? Oh, never mind. I forgot what I was going to say. I don't know. I don't give a fuck. I know. We know. 
But uh, anyway, <laughs> so yeah, there's, I mean, there's, there's some history there. There's some history in voodoo in from Louisiana and hoodoo blues music, all that shit. There's, there's a lot of fucking history, man. American history and that shit. Well, do you, that said, do you, uh, speaking of American history in, in hoodoo and voodoo, one of the biggest pieces of uh, hoodoo media on earth is one of the CDs we're going over today. Let's do it. The the uh, this this album is concentrated hoodoo. I agree. Boiled down in the studio to fifteen wacky, demented, hoodooish songs. Now, well, what do you got there? What is that? I got my. I had this like promo. Ooh, that's cool. Hoodoo. Ooh, I have no idea where I got this, but I found it in my shit. It says two years in the making. Wow. Now, is that is that an actual like like voodoo sigil? Because that's, that's yeah. So I mean, he a lot of the imagery. It's like the crossroads or something. I don't know anything about it. But I know it mentions it in one of the songs, like the crossroads is something about possibility and whatnot. Hmm. So. Gage, you are joining us today, by the way, for those that don't know why we invited Gage uh, to this full episode. He he claimed to be a huge, huge crystal skull mark. Robert Johnson. That's very dope. Volunteer the country singer yeah. Robert Johnson. It was that the name of the guitarist who sold a soul at the Mississippi Crossroads. Okay. The Delta Line Mississippi Crossroads. I think that was Robert Johnson. Which there aren't very many recordings. I think there's only like one actual like hearable recording of him. So wait, he sold his soul and he's not even, he didn't even end up famous. What a fucking, he did it. He was famous back then. He's not famous now. Yeah. He was famous back then, but it was before like recorded music and shit like that. You know, I see. All right. Well, do you want to get into it? Yeah, let's do it. Oh yeah. All right. Gage, you're going to disappear for a second, but I'll bring you right back. Ooh, that looks ugly. Hold on. That's the wrong one. There we go. Hold on. Hold on, bud. So right off the bat, there is Mikey Clark production in this album. There is. Um, it's not uh, every song. It's mostly Kuma. Mm-hmm. A lot of Kuma on here. A lot which, of Kuma. Which the Kuma tracks, I really did. I really like. I mean, yeah, same, dude. They're great. So yeah, pull out the booklet there. Got the booklet out. The intro produced by DJ Clay. The intro is dope. It's just like it reminds me of like I see this album reminds me of an ICP album. The way it like flows well, and yeah. it's laid out and shit. Yeah, the, yeah, they're 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 using the formula on this album. I mean, so right off the rip, whoever's heard this, this album book. should have that. It should, looks like a lot of yeah. Book. That is dope. So. And that's what I got from this album. It flows like a classic ICP album. Mm. Now this was at this was at the end of uh, I think that era. Yeah, like this is 2012, 13 when Mikey Clark was yeah. leaving. Uh, it was the end of that era of of, of you know the the classic ICP. Death Pop's done. Yeah, Jay's in the studio with Hoodoo yeah, for two years. Yeah, <laughs> the Death Pop era. Yeah. I think Doe Double is in the thank yous of Death Pop. Oh, I think you're right. So what is Do Double? Who is that? Voodoo? That's who? Is that Hoodoo? Do Double? Hoodoo. That was that was his original rap name, and when he got signed to 
psychopathic, they paid him to change it to hoodoo and gave him his gimmick. Yep. Which works. I mean, the the gimmick is fucking very dope, and he looks awesome. He he did a great job, like with the lore on this album in particular, like fleshing it all out. His hoodoo persona, it's so well done. Mm-hmm. It's wow. well thought out. It ain't no bullshit, you know. By the way, I mean, this is one of the best introduction tracks for a psychopathic artist. Oh yeah, for albums. Yeah, yeah. he came in fierce. Yeah, I mean, it's I mean. I mean, you gotta you gotta think the representation psychopathic. Like, say if this was in the family era, all the representation you would have had. Oh yeah, dude, you're right. You know, you would have had the Native American. You yeah. would have had, you know, you would have had the, the the African. I mean, you already voodoo. have you have three white guys dropping n bombs at this time, and no <laughs> black guy. <laughs> on you know, <laughs> you know. I mean, they had Isham for a minute, I guess. Yeah. I think they just played Blaze off as black for the most part. <laughs> this song is yeah the shit. This song is great. God damn, this song is the shit. Hexed. Oh, I'm gonna pull up the video for this. So it's song. track two, Hexed, produced by Kuma. This is one of Psychopathic's best music videos, in my opinion, too. Oh, now I need to watch it. Now it says there's a writing by Violent J on almost every track. So sorry, can we assume? Can we assume Jay is actually writing lines for verses or verses, or is it just for like choruses and things like that? He, That's a great he question. He a lot of backup on it. Okay. Yeah, he is. He's his voice is on almost every song on this uh, album. I would, I would really be interested to hear if he wrote any verses. Hmm. Because you know, Violent J had his hand in almost every. You know, yeah, I'm gonna play the um, album that the artists would, you know, their first albums they would drop. Like Jay had a lot to do with, you know, some of that stuff. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna pause this and we're gonna watch the video. This will probably get us kicked off, but we're gonna try it anyways. Yeah, (laughs) I'll I'll turn, I'll flip it backwards. Chickens and yeah. The sign of the crossroads is always the juncture where communication. I believe there. I believe Haitian yeah. rit- ritualistic stuff. It has a lot to do with uh, is. Yeah, I think so. I, I've heard like when I think of voodoo shit, I think of like Haiti, Caribbean shit. Ooh, look how dope he looks right there. Yeah. All them other replicas hey, shit. Yeah, on the book, though, that symbol. Oh, yeah. yeah. They bloodstain my carpet. <laughs> Look at him going crazy. <laughs> you know what he reminds me of? He reminds me of Ludacris. He kind of has a Ludacris kind of look and yeah. sound and feel. <laughs> I feel that. He's like a psychopathic Luda. <laughs> I'll accept that. Then the kibbles and bits. Another in an it's just a shame why he didn't get a fucking main stage spot during like a prime time. Pisses me off, man. Yeah, yeah. Spots were left for like guys like Booya and Babytron who didn't show up or got booed off stage and Voodoo gets the like side stage in the middle of the night. I know, ain't that some shit? I mean, yeah, I wonder if it, I wonder if it fits the gimmick better, like being at night. 
more intimate show at night. The witching hour for all that black yeah. magic. It was the nightmare stage. Man. Those are, I believe those are hissing cockroaches, by the way. It's still says Schmeeve here, sorry. <laughs> yeah, that's what I, uh, Violet J, the country singer, I kind of, what, it's about the same way I think is that Jay does do like a uh, demo version of these or he hands them kind of like what he wants it maybe like an outline here's how i did yeah. done this yeah I, i'm i'm convinced because it's no there's no coincidence that every rapper on psychopathic their first album is so much different than the rest yeah twisted and it yeah. fits directly with like the icp yes. formula yeah. voodoo abk Bla- all of them you know yeah. like I mean, I'm, I wish Violent J would have kept having it as much of a hand, dude. Asylum was fine, but this shit is unfuckwittable. Yeah! <laughs> <The> crystal Skull. Asylum is off. I've been bugging my kids with this, uh, this album all week. Those, <laughs> those people in uh, weird, crazy costumes are kind of nuts. Dude, Hoodoo looks fucking crazy right there. Look at him. Yeah. Jesus. Almost as cool as Papa Shango. But it's pretty cool because uh, I guess you could see this as a. I guess you could see this as like, oh, God, you know, this is cliche. But they would take, you know, they would take their uh, artist and then and just revert back to like the origins of what where their culture and shit comes from. Sure, with black magic. Wait, so you or, think that because they had a black artist, they went back and tried to like, let's find some West African ties for you? Or it's just like yeah, like what is you know what yeah we have a black you know we have a black artist let's you know we want to do you know a gimmick the same kind of way we did the native warrior or the you know whatever and let's let's see how far we can go back and what kind of cultures we can tap into and you know of That's course like voodoo and things like you know what if what if what about hoodoo what if maybe hoodoo brought the gimmick it could have been i mean i and don't they know helped, and then maybe they fleshed it out or whatever but maybe he had the idea like i, I really like like voodoo type shit. I could be like a voodoo. I could be Papa Shango kind of. Yeah. I mean, they're like, all right, we love Papa Shango. Perfect. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. I just think, you know, let's go off, you know, let's go off of any type of, uh, you know, uh, supernatural thing we can. Yeah. Yeah. This song is very dope too. I like how he's like, I got a set of black wings, like every other verse or whatever. Mm -hmm. Like, I just like the flow. Yeah, this song. I wish they would have used actual crow samples, though. Yeah. What so, is it? It's like somebody just going like, ah, ah. Uh, yeah. Sounds yeah. like Shaggy stubbed this tough and then they're like, yeah, perfect. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's Violent J back there. On a set of black wings. Yeah. But yeah, the. the the other similarity to like other ICP albums is the fact that like 
he doesn't do the same rapping style on every song. You know, mm-hmm. like shit like this. Like he, he's doing like some weird uh, switch ups and shit. But yeah, I mean, I, who did the production on this one? Um, you got the booklet. Oh, I left this disc in the car. I was still rocking it out. Yeah, it's a nice quality booklet too. Mm-hmm. The Kuma truck. Yeah, Kuma did the track. Yep. No shit. Yeah, but I mean, there's just a lot of things about who do I do like. You know, I like his voice. Mm-hmm. I like his presence. He himself seems really cool, like humble, like down. Like he genuinely loves what he's doing. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Final J, the country yeah. singer said we need a Chinese dragon rapper. Oh, ICP should. That would be fucking Get an sweet. Asian guy, the Chinese. Oh, that's dope, bro. Get, I mean, get Jin on the phone right now. Yeah, as cliche as the shit is that you could, I get, you could argue it's, oh, it's cliche. Let's just whatever. Let's pick whatever you know culture they come from and give them that gimmick. But it just it, it just works usually. Yeah, I mean, why is built off of gimmicks and shit? That's all what makes it so fun, interesting, different. Yeah. Yeah. yeah if they were all just boring ass regular rappers like Gibby Stites and uh, Red and uh, uh, <laughs> whatever other boring ass. Uh, regular ass rappers like Magic Ninja has on. Yeah, I mean hey, that's just boring, bro. Yeah, boring. <laughs> Unless you just have the skill to back it up. If you don't have the skill, you gotta have a fucking gimmick. And they might even have the skill, but the gimmick like grabs you, and you're like, "Oh, what is this?" Yeah. And there's not a lot of that. Or light. That's a. Good I one. mean, it's it's it's. It's 1980s WWF is what Psychopathic was built. Yeah. Was, you know, mm-hmm. it was built off an independent rap label mixed with 1980s WWF. Yeah. You know, Vince McMahon giving every wrestler a gimmick and... This song's pretty tight. But there is truth to also letting the letting the rapper run with their own personality and just turning it up a notch. Hmm. You okay. know, because that's what Stone Cold was. You know, Stone Cold... Vince McMahon did not give Stone Cold that gimmick. Stone Cold basically said, "Fuck the gimmick Vince McMahon gave me," and he's like, "He's like, let me be myself." Yeah, that worked better than anything. Yeah, exactly, and became one of the biggest wrestlers of all time. Okay. So, I'm not sure. I, I guess Ouija is that, is that. You know. Yeah. He's kind of like the thing where he's Jay just doing his thing. Yeah, where Jay was like, "Yeah, do your thing," you know. <sighs> this song's I think tight, gimmick is with the super juggalo. Yeah, it is. That is. I'm the biggest juggalo on earth. Mm. That's my gimmick. Mm. Light's gimmick is that he's white, I guess. <laughs> Man, I don't I never knew much about Light. I know he was there for a while. He was uh, he's an okay rapper. He's just boring. That's it. Yeah. But sometimes I didn't even I, know he was on time. He was for like what? He was just a dude. Two months he was on Psychopathic Records. The worst thing you can be is boring. Yeah. Period. I don't give a fuck how good you are. Yeah. If you're boring, you're boring. Like and like But pe- like with light people think like speed rapping makes him not boring. Nope. 
makes you super boring, in fact. <laughs> like, you know, we get on here and talk about Ouija a lot and how it's not my music, but he's not boring to watch. He's not. You know what I mean? And that's why... Yeah, like... I mean, I watch his video just for the yeah. gothic sluts. Yeah, I mean, there's an interest, interesting aspect about him, hmm. even for someone like me, you know? But, like, light, there was nothing that caught me with that dude. Nothing. Sorry. Just, you know. Um, This song, by the way, I think he's telling his origin story. He said it was the hoodoo that bur- whatever or something or other. I was going to put the lyrics. Give me life. It was hoodoo that gave life to the monster. Oh, yeah. It was hoodoo. Yeah. Was it called Give It Life? Don't blame me. I'm just a god there it is. Like maybe like a. Oh, they don't Dr. even have. Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde type thing. Hey, Gage, you can be the fucking hero if you just go to genius.com and fill out all the lyrics for Big Hoodoo because it's not on there. Not one song. Really? I'll, <laughs> I'll, get, I'll get around to it sometime. Thanks, man. Uh, DC says, give it life is Mad Professor 2013. All right. That's a good way to look at it. Yeah. 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 I had to think about it for a minute, but yeah. This song is very dope. This is um Mountain Climbing with uh Violent J. Jay rips it on this song. This must be yeah, this is one of Violent J's best verses ever. I don't give a fuck. I think it's so good. It really is good. I think this is one of my favorite songs on the album, if not the my favorite. It's a great one. Produced by Joe Strange. This song? Yeah. They had a couple other songs produced by Joe Strange. I don't know who the fuck that is. Produced that- produced by Joe Strange, written by Hoodoo and ICP and Awesome Dre is on this. Here goes Jay. And Sugar Slam, additional vocals. Like the other great stamp with the hatchet man. Too many sitting way banking on a breaker free shit. They're too fucking lazy. They'll never be shit. Believe in then achieve it. You don't know the secret. I don't fail, bitch. I excel and free kid. Everybody want to know just how I got this hot. You chill time after time and let a lot slip by. And now I'm way the fuck above you. Just a spot in the sky. Must have believed it when someone said you're not that fly. No one's ever gonna fucking match our grind. We still faster and leave you fucking further behind. Looked you so many times you fucking lost your mind. Self-dedication is what it costs to climb. It's just Jay spitting some real shit. Well, I think Jay, the reason why he had such a good verse, because like he's basically talking about their career, what what they did to yeah. become ICP. Just like the, the mentality you have to have to do what they've done. I mean, that's what this whole song is about. You all climb the mountain, you just gotta fucking do it. Yep. I think, um, <clears throat> I mean, I'd, I'd still like Hoodoo's rapping. I, I like his, his voice just so smooth. I want to hear it on every song only. His, only voice, his voice has a, <clears throat> yeah, it has a very prominent, heavy presence. Got like a charisma to his voice. Yeah, it almost it almost seems like he doesn't even have to try that hard. Yeah, that's just like how he talks. Like, yeah, like you know, like you hear like newscasters talk and they put that voice on. Yeah. Like that's just his voice. Yeah, you know, <laughs> like it's, he it's just commands. Yeah, he just has a natural commanding voice. Yeah, which is not most rap. Most rappers don't have that. 
they have to put on a voice. They have to really put turn it up. And you know, the ones that can do it with such ease and still captivate you, it's like it's 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 like damn, like you know, there's not many that do that. And I'm sure Hoodoo was, you know, um, inspired or, you know, influenced by Awesome Dre. Oh, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. I think he jumped him out on one of the songs on this album. Yeah, he, I, he does. I think it's like the on Detroit Murderous, yeah, I think he does. Now this this verse right here is uh, is really good too. The rhyme scheme that yeah, he uses, like, I use words like vicissitude. Yeah, here goes. Oh, it's about to come up. He's got the same rhyme scheme the whole time. Yeah, he he schools it. Yeah, I mean, I like it. Great fucking verse. That's a that's an example of not having a gimmick and not being boring. Yeah, that verse right there. Exactly. He's <laughs> like, you know, awesome. Dre's coming in like, well, I ain't got a gimmick. I ain't got. Hey, let me just let me just school it. Who do sounds exactly like Paris? Yeah, haven't heard, haven't listened to a Paris verse in a long time. Same, probably since the last time we did something on here that Paris was on. Probably whatever. He's on Ghetto Neighbor. Okay, <laughs> that might be the last time. So this song's called Blitz. It's all about just getting high and shit. It's all right. This song's um, not not one of my favorites. Yeah, on here. there was a, there was at least two tracks on this album. I wasn't really feeling too much. It's okay, but I don't. I'll, I'll put it like this. I'm not skipping a single song on this. I'll be honest. I, I, I'll, um, I, I want to say like the next song never had is one of my least favorites but like I but I, I struggle with it because I mean we'll get to it but I don't know I just don't I never had a I never had a yeah I have issues with that song which that is a Mikey Clark track is it? mhm this one's Kuma Bliss mm-hmm. yeah this song's is uh, it's a it's a lower tier for me it's a good like Coming down from the mountain, climbing. Yeah, that's good. You climbed up the mountain, now we're climbing down with this not so great song. (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm gonna move on to Never Had. (laughs) Justin Manny. All they gotta do is buy a Magic Gathering card deck, uh, draw uh, draw a random card, and then make someone be a rapper version of the card. (laughs) Perfect, bro. (laughs) I mean, that's a good idea. <laughs> hey man, I'll Oh, it one thing annoys me about this song is the first the first lyric on this song, he says the the punchline is since I first came up out the pussy. And that's annoying to me, first of all. I don't know like just saying like that being the first lyric out the bat, I'm like, come on, man. You gotta say coming out the pussy. You could leave a better word than that. That bothers me. You could say you could say talk like, about your mama, bro. You're talking I, about coming out your mama's pussy. Since you could say something about you know, since I you know, I'm the when I, I'm the pearl coming out the clam or something. I don't know. Yeah, you're talking about like a better metaphor, <laughs> yes. like a clever metaphor rather than just saying pussy. Yeah, but yeah. 
the whole song is him talking about how his mom, his mom didn't want him. Yeah, yeah. It's actually this song is disturbing. Like the shit he's saying. Yeah, like, it is pretty fucked up. It's like it, it's dark. He's doing it in like a very like somber tone, but it's very fucked up. Yeah. This song is yeah. This is like an actual like real shit. Yeah, you yeah. can't even get like you can't even say you like this song because it's depressing and it does. weird it's upsetting yeah um and the hook one thing i don't like is all this shit he's saying i never had care i never had food <laughs> all that shit like it's, it's kind of whack but i have an issue with it that doesn't rhyme none of them rhyme you could have made those rhyme bro <laughs> i never had care i never he's like i think he's gonna say something that rhymes with that care he's like i never had affection like yeah. <laughs> it's like the opposite yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I didn't. I didn't. That didn't bother me as much. I liked. I, I liked the hook, but I really like. I like the track. I like the beat. Uh, he said that. Uh, somebody said. Nobody man said this has a video. I didn't know that. Yep, I never see. Almost gives me like Dark Lotus vibes. Hmm. It's a, it's a sick beat. I mean, it's dark and fucking. It's got yeah, that. that it's like, got that sound. Kind of. Cool. Yeah. 21 years old, never had a fucking thing. And you got something. This is the video I'm playing now for listeners. How long you think I'm just gonna sit here and not have nothing? Fuck that. I'm stronger and I want what you got. Okay. Who just murdered some guy in his car? I had to struggle since I first came up out the pussy. Just funny. Thoughts and my actions will be convoluted. full of tubes, barely clinging on the light. Um, this video is good quality. Yeah. Just like that era where they were really like pulling out of stuff. Yeah. Two months later, whoa, actually got sets. They put like a shitty, dirty bib on him. I remember I, I've watched this video once back I think back when I came out back when it came out I saw this video yeah I think I suppressed it suppressed it yeah I never had booze. So that, it should be something like that. So that dude just gave him the book. Oh, okay. He that's gave him cool. The- There's a little story going on. Oh, that's cool. So he, well, is that a Bible though? No, it's probably that book. He t- it's the book. The hoodoo book? The hoodoo book. Yeah. The red book. I would imagine that's what it is. Maybe that's the red book. Yeah, it's weird. The book was never like given a name. It's just the book. Yeah. Maybe it is the red book. He probably wanted to use green book, but you know. (laughs) But who does red? Come on. All these, uh, all these Detroit music videos, and not one of them has RoboCop in it. I know, man. Fucking RoboCop. Come on, man. I've been this All right, this video is just—it's such a downer. Ishaan Mama was a junkie. Yeah. All right, I'm good on Never Had, man. It's a it's a decent song, but I I never want to hear it. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like I'm not. Oh oh, Never Had. That's my shit. Nobody's never saying had. that. Put that shit on, bro. 
that it's a good one. Never had the inclination that I wanted to hear that song. <laughs> My reflection fades more in the mirror every day. Dark clouds in the sky. This song's tight. This song is awesome. This is another Kumo. Yeah, this. Oh, this has a video too. I think so. Oh, Additional shit. vocals by Kuma and Mrs. Kuma. Oh, it does have a video. Dope. We're gonna listen. We're gonna watch this. I never saw it. This song is the shit. This is contender for my favorite song on the album. I want to have never had played at my wedding. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking fool. Just play that when you're like your mom <laughs> is in the room. Is it me or do you, do you like videos that are at 60 frames? I don't like 60 frame videos, man. What do you mean? Like 60 frames per second? I don't notice. You notice that? You really notice that? Yeah. I notice it. I think a 30 frames per second video is once you go past six, once you go past that, once you go up to 60, it looks fake. Oh, okay. The videos look cheap. I think they look cheap at 60 frames. Hmm. I've never paid attention, I guess. It looks like it's shot on like a phone or something, you know? Yeah. This video is pretty cool. I don't even like movies at 60 frames. The only thing I like at 60 frames is games and like YouTube videos. I do notice games, but I don't pay much attention when it's videos. Yeah. Ga games and like YouTube videos that aren't music videos. That aren't like cinematic. Anything cinematic, I don't like 60 frames. Yeah, 60 frames can look like soap operas. Yes, that's what I meant. It's, it, it gives it that cheap look. That's Jay on the hook, right? That's yeah. Hoodoo, too. But. I don't know. I don't Listen. think so. Is this Dark Side? You don't side. hear Jay right there? Where he says, Lusion. This is Dark Side? Yeah. It says, produced by Kuma, written by uh, Doe additional vocals by Brian Kuma and Mrs. Kuma. Oh, okay. There's no Jay vocals on this. Wait, not, Mrs. Not Kuma? Credited. I thought you said Mrs. Hoodoo. Mrs. Kuma. Oh. Kuma and Mrs. Kuma. Interesting. There's no J, J credits okay. on that. So. That's interesting. It does sound like J, though. I'll give you that. Well, yeah, what do you think about the song? I like it. I like it a lot. It's got a great beat. Great sound. I like that. Um, What is that? A harmonica? Like in the hook here? Sounds like a western. That? Yeah, it does sound like that, yeah. I like that. Oh, I've never picked up on that. Yeah, that is like, it's like a really small harmonic sample. Yeah, right there. Yeah. Yeah, they just take like one note. It just takes me to like a saloon when yeah. you hear this song. All right, that song's the shit. The video's pretty tight. All right. Damn. How many harmonicas more and music is underrated. Absolutely. I harmonica agree. is great. I love harmonicas, bro. I actually listen to a lot of music with harmonica in it. 
you listen to a lot of uh, Americana music, you will get harmonicas. Folk and stuff like that. Uh, where am I going? Uh, I don't want that. I want this one. All right, so this song is Crystal Skull. This might be my second favorite song on the album. Very dope. This is a good one, yes. Produced by Cold 187. Violent J and Sugar Slammer on this. Like I'm fucking nuts. It's happening. I mean, it, it, it just shows you what a simple beat can do for hip for a hip hop song. Yep. And I like and I like that. What's that? Called Night. I think this song called Night of the Crystal Skull. It gives me the vibes of one of those. Yeah. yeah. You're right. Here you go. Oh, Echo Side Fiend dropping a little bit of knowledge. Check out the Mountain Men for some straight up harmonica driven folk music. Okay, I will. I love folk music. I love harmonica. Me to grab me some drink. I just want to groove to this song, man. It's so good. Yeah. It's good. You grab me one, please. Appreciate it. Yeah, man, this, this album, dude. I'd, I'd go. It, this is a psychopathic classic. I agree. One hundred percent. Yeah. Really is, man. I mean, it's fucking great. Yeah, little ninja, you should get some harmonica samples for your beats, man. H- hook me up with one. I'll rap on it. Yeah, there you go. Here's what you do, little ninja. You pick you a key. What do you want your key to be in? Harmonica, key of C, key of A, key of D, key of G. Pick your key and then go with that. Get your sample in that key, man. Go to fucking town. Make it dope ass. Yes. Now, there should be, uh, I don't know if you produce with a keyboard or anything like that, but there should be like harmonica keys that you can, like actual key, keyboard keys. There should be a harmonica setting for a plug-in that you could get probably, I would imagine, right? Yeah. I don't know. I haven't made a beat in a long time. Oh, Lil Ninja just released a new album of beats. Really? Last week, I think. Here's some of that shit. I like this song. This, this song, song is great. This song's very goofy, but I like it a I lot. I love it. This reminds me of an IC, like an ICP song. It's basically an insane clown posse song. It's yeah. not a Mike Clark beat in everyone. Yeah, it definitely seems like it. I mean, I could see this on any Joker's card or whatever, you know? Yeah. Such a groovy, yeah, funky like, beat. Boom, boom, boom. Mm-hmm. Now, this song... Shaggy's verse is his 
is is literally his origin of becoming a, cl- a wicked clown, is yeah. it not? Yeah. I I thought the song was an insane clown posse song because of that. Like the longest time. Yeah, I mean, it's a what if I would get. It's it's like a alternate universe what if thing. Sure. But you know, I don't know if you go down the history of ICP. This is going to be the verse chosen for like I, Shaggy's origin. Yeah. But uh, but you know what? I don't think he has another origin. He's never. I don't think he's ever rapped. You know, he's rapped lines like yeah when I was born or when I was a kid. But I don't think there was ever like a whole verse. How I became a wicked clown. Yeah. Jason together from Mad Professor. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, exactly. There's so Maybe many. Maybe he got cursed afterwards. He said, "Paint his ugly face up, almost like mine." Oh, okay, yeah. Who does verse might be my favorite on the song? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's a Mike, so it is a Mikey Clark beat. It's such a basic I mean, like rapping style, but it, it's like the, his word choice is what mm-hmm. does it for me. You know, I mean, this can't get any more like just ICP and psychopathic than this, man. It's produced by Mikey Clark. The only voices on here are Hoodoo J and Shaggy and Mikey Clark. Additional vocals of Mikey Clark. I mean, you got Jay, Shaggy, Mikey Clark, and Hoodoo. That's all you have on this track. It works. His story is tight on the song. Yeah. He talks about in his verse he killed a guy and then like, like basically did a spell to kill a guy and then but now every time he looks in the mirror he sees that guy. It's tight. <laughs> yeah. There's like monkey paw stories where they cast their spells and yep. then they think it's gonna go and then it blows up in their face. Yep. Fucking with spells. I mean, it was only a matter of time to get a voodoo gimmick with somebody. I mean, ICP's been talking about it voodoo since Malenko. Yeah. That is true. Yeah. Yeah, I would say that's how this beat. Rem- it's this is like gypsy sounding style mm, samples on this beat. I would I would think you know. Yeah. Like Arabian gypsy. Speaking of harmonica, I used to think the blues traveler singer was John Goodman. <laughs> Dude, that dude can rock a fucking harmonica. Oh yeah, he's. I, I think he passed away, didn't he? Mm, no, he's still alive. John Popper is he? He's still alive. He still tours, bro. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Spells. Where demons spank you. <laughs> that part is funny. It's like spells. <laughs> it's real black magic and spells. They they probably had fun doing this shit. Oh yeah, it's fun. It's a great. Yeah, it's not a It's a fun, lighthearted. Just. I always yeah. like when they like. I love when they talk about like dark 
fucked up shit, but it like they it's it like blows up in their face and like they get this short end of the stick, sure. you know. You know, like oh, you know, they're using spells, but it's they're you know they're fucking it up. You know, it's comical. I like the shit. You know, fucking with spells, make themselves the joke. Yes, I mean it's one of the main things I love about them. Mm-hmm. Spells, spells. This song might be my least favorite song on here. Which one is this one though? Happily Ever After. Oh, yeah. I used to not like this one, but the more I thought about it, it's like a good story song. Like, the whole thing is like a ritual throughout. Yeah. I, I do appreciate it, it for that reason, but the song just doesn't... It's not fun to listen to. No, it, it, yeah. The, the, it's like... It reminds me of the dead one or something. Yeah. I will say this is one of the only tracks I'm not too into his voice. Like the stylings he's choosing to use right here. He's like almost whisper. Yeah. And that's Jay, right? No, I think that's Suda. Yeah, I think it's Suda. Sounds like fucking Jay. It's like I'm doing a Jay impression almost. Yeah. Yeah. Although, Jay wrote some stuff for it. For this song? Hmm. Yeah, and by Doe Double and Violent J. Man, this, I, I'll go on and say this is my least favorite song on this album. This this song is a skipper for me. I think there's... I might agree with that. I think this could have been like a... Like an interlude? You could have used the beat, yeah, used the beat as an interlude with like an actual chant or something on yeah. it. You even could have had this spread out over a couple of songs yeah. at the end or something. You know what I mean? To build up to whatever, but yeah. three, what, three minutes and 14 seconds of this? Fuck off. Yeah, cool concept, but I don't think it was executed right. Yeah. I'm going to skip through it. My homie, this song's kind of goofy, but this this fits the vein of a, a kind of a serious topic. He's talking about suicide on this song, and uh, he talks about bringing mm-hmm. his homie back. Yeah, but he like hate, he's mad at him for it. You know, he th- like I think this song's mostly about his opinion on suicide. <laughs> yeah, my homie. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, ICP's have had ICP has had a few songs, you know, talking about having you know a dead body as a friend type shit, but never was it like someone they knew. It was almost like just a random body they found. You know, I found a body, or you know, I didn't mean to kill him. Yeah, that type of shit. You know, he ain't the same anymore. It's got a good hook. Broby, I like how he says Broby. Broby. <laughs> No, I'm gonna start calling people Broby. That's cool. Do it. That's not loud enough. I need to turn my drops up. What's in the powder, hoodoo? Yeah, what's in the powder? Maybe it's cocaine. Maybe this is 
He's actually talking about how Jake lost on code. Maybe. And Patty made a dumb fucking stupid ass decision. He ain't the same anymore. Oh, I didn't know we would do that. Sorry. Funny style like you never used my Jangum powder. <laughs> Dehydrated piss. <laughs> Yeah, let's take more um, call. Let's take a call. Uh, what's what's Hoodoo's magic powder? Cocaine, Jankum. <laughs> what's the recipe? Maybe all of the above. <laughs> oh shit, that's funny. They're all together. <laughs> oh damn. Maybe it's like something like the dirt of the Coke box. The what? Some dirt off Choco socks. Everything goes in there. <laughs> oh, yeah. Fuck, I need a Choco drop. Somebody mentioned that. I forgot. <laughs> no, I'm saying. All right, my quick. Thinking cloudy thoughts. Oh, yeah, I need that. I'm going to keep it 50 fish straight. <laughs> oh, shit. Bro, I watched that, um, that dude who did the... Uh, what's what's this fucking? I'm blanking on his name. The dude who does the Channel Five News with that talk to Crit Mac. He I watched another video of his the other day where he went to some like hood block in Chicago. Like there's this group of apartments that's like a quarter mile or block. That that is like the worst block of Chicago. I guess like motherfuckers like a thousand people get murdered in there a year or some shit. But uh, it was pretty interesting. I learned a lot about some hood shit. But it was it was interesting because. He, that uh, Andrew Callahan is his name. He went on No Jumper, right? You know okay. what No Jumper is, right? Yeah, yeah of course. He, he went on No Jumper and was like, you're kind of antagonizing this gang violence like on your show. You, don't you realize that? Like, like kind of confronting him. Like, you're having these, like, because the thing is, in that block, a lot of the gang members and dudes in there, they're rappers and shit. Yeah, of and course. They'll go on, like, shows like No Jumper to, like, big up themselves, get notoriety, have songs where they're, like, dissing specific people that get popular, and then they get shot, killed. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, of course. So it's perpetuating that violence. And well, yeah. It's kind of interesting how he was confronting No Jumper for that. I thought that was kind of a... I was big up in him for that. Yeah. Fuck no jumper, honestly. Yeah, I'm not. I was never a fan. I'll watch it when yeah, I see. Those, those guys seem kind of scummy. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, this song is the shit too. Bad luck for the haters. That shit's so dope, bro. To the jinx. I like how Hoodoo has like four names. Yeah, I was gonna say, what is the jinx? That's like an alter ego type. Yeah, thing. I think so. Because there's, it might even be this song. He's like, who? He's like, do double a who do the jinx? He says yeah. all of them. Well, he's got a. There's a graphic in the book too, where, it, like that right there. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, he's holding it up. That yeah, the yep. jinx. Yep. I think that's dope. I like how he has like another alt. Like I don't know if it's an alter ego or just another name for he's, himself. He's got that other one where he's got the powder going in his hand. Hmm. If you can, oh, well. yeah, I got, yeah, in the booklet, booklet, he's pouring powder in his hand. And it's called the, he's got the, uh, the graphic, the jinx with the hat and shit. Mm. It's so, it's dope. I don't know what, like, it, he, I wish he made it more clear, like what that meant or what it was, but I accepted it as just being like another, I don't think it's an alter ego. I think it's just another nickname. <laughs> Maybe he's saying like, if you meet me, you're unlucky. I'm a jinx, you know? Dude, the jinx. That's dope. Um, Justin Manny. Maybe the jinx is- 
I'm sorry. Go ahead, Gage. Like the magic in the skull. The what? I said maybe the jinx is like magic in the skull. Oh, okay. Well, where the skull like talks to him and shit. Well, I think it's part of his uh, gimmick. Of, uh, he's giving people bad luck. You know, his magic. His one of his abilities is to be able to jinx somebody, give them bad luck, which mm. is kind of what he's talking about in the song. Bad luck to the haters. Yeah. This song's dope, though. I think it's a just a dope shit talking like "Here I Am" song, you know. Keep it, keep Whoops, <laughs> too loud. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> what does it say? Justin Manny said, according to Joe Budden, you're not allowed to ask any drill rapper about a single thing they rap about yeah strange concept so that's what that andrew callan it was mostly about drill rap have you heard of this yeah i know all about drill rap yeah drill rap since drill rap has came out they uh they have put out numbers of murders have gone up since drill rap has come out i I wasn't hip to drill rap like i didn't know that was even a genre yeah it's 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 just a new gangster rap is all it is yeah it's but yeah it gets it gets the kids rowdy to shoot each other yeah it's literally just like it's the hypest fucking let's go like vibe yeah but you're literally talking real shit yeah it's it's yeah it's (laughs) it's you're like yeah they're literally like little (laughs) little bo i'm fucking coming for you tomorrow yeah Yeah. tomorrow night meet me at fifth and yeah it's it's strap up and ride out music on each other and it's kids doing it that's that's the bad thing it's kids shooting each other and i think it originated in chicago yeah i think so that's what they talk about uh, yeah uh, chief keith came from that block yeah I mean, drill rap. Yeah, since yeah, the the murders have gone up since that music has been pushed into the you know. Yeah, it's interesting. I never, yeah. I was not hip to that like world, but I mean, I, I'm not surprised, I guess. But I, I just thought it was still just pretend. Like gangster rap's always been j- been just for fun. Mm-hmm. I mean, some people like nope. actually talk shit and re- it's real shit. But gangster rap was always a real thing, man. There was definitely a lot of studio gangsters oh, yeah. that made it in the mainstream Tupac. and perpetuated it but their gangster rap was always a real thing yeah and nowadays and, and they've just gotten younger and younger mm. and then you gotta imagine kids growing up each generation grew up growing up with gangster music they just got worse and worse yeah. music really does drive these kids to shoot each other i mean they would probably i guess you can't say that they might they might do it anyway just because of the circumstances they're in but the music doesn't help yeah um justin manny you're right it is called o block look that shit up it's pretty it's a pretty interesting video just he's just he's mainly talking to some dude like there the whole time that's like just been in it you know um this song is the shit detroit murderous what do you think about it it's pretty cool i mean it's some real shit it's you know this is almost gangster rap, right? This song yeah. I would say is gangster rap. Yeah. Yeah. Detroit murderers. Talking about how shitty. He's talking about how shitty Detroit is. But you know what's funny is like the 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 dichotomy between this song and the next one. It's interesting because he's talking about like how shitty and fucked up Detroit is, like in society on this song. But he's like, you know, it's his city, so he rolls with it. Yeah. But the next song is called "The World Is Very Different Now," where he's just talking about how shitty the world is and like yeah. how it sucks. Yeah. 
Interesting. I just want to bring that up. You see, Chica- uh, Detroit was always ghetto as fuck too, but like I think they were a little more adventurous and creative with their music, and it kind of kept them from going the route of Chicago, mm. keeping their, you know, yeah. From Detroit Murderous. I never heard I never heard Jay call it Detroit Murderous until this song was already out. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. I wonder if it was like a if that's a common nickname for Detroit, Detroit Murderous. Detroit Murderous. I've never heard before this song. Yeah. My thing is the concept of bragging about how bad your city is in hip hop to me is a weird thing. Bad it, as in like like shitty. It's weird that you can't do the opposite and people like will like it. Hmm. Like you have like you have to you have to brag about how fucked up your city is in hip hop. Well, because that how fucked up your city is is a representation of how fucked up and shit and like how hard you've had it. You know. Yeah. So that's a which that's that fits whatever persona you're trying to put out. If you haven't had it hard, who the fuck wants to listen to you? I mean, it's but I mean, do you have to you have to have it hard to listen to this music? I mean, I don't think so. I haven't necessarily had it hard like some of these motherfuckers claim to. Well, I'm just but, saying, like, not no other genre of music do you care if the person has gone through a hard life. Hmm, really? That's do you? I mean, do you in any other genre? No, because like no rock star has had like a hard ass life. Other and if than- they do, they don't. It, it's not the biggest part of their you know music. Yeah, they you like know. Jewel had a hard life. Jewel, yeah, like the singer Jewel. Yeah. <laughs> she was like Isn't home, she from Canada. Yeah, she was like from Alaska or some shit. She was like hustling on the street, like literally like street guitaring, and she became famous from that for real. Okay. So I'm just saying, like, she but she doesn't make that her personality. No, the difference with a lot of metal and like rock is the person does have a bad life. The music is like an outlet to get the frustration out. It's not like a bragging and like storytelling. Yeah. Right? Yeah, that is yeah. the difference. More of an outlet rather than, you know, bragging and, and like, you know, this is yeah. kind of what I want, you know. I don't know. It's just, there. There's just these weird dynamics with hip hop that it just seems like you, yeah. can't, you can't get away from or people won't take it, take it seriously. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, even ICP, they're rapping clowns, you know, but they're, you know, they still rap about, you know, the hardships they've come from. They still rap about real shit. (laughs) It's just one of the, I don't know. I mean, it's, I see why it's, it is captivating to hear about somebody talk about their hardships and shit, you you know. I mean, it's telling a scary story, but it's a real one. Yeah. Um, this song is the shit. I really like it. I think it's a good ending to the album. Yeah, I like it. Um, I really like the the hook. Reminds me of something like where he's like the world is very. It reminds me of like Ringmaster's Word or something. Mm-hmm. You know, really. Like it has Interesting. that. It, it just has that like disjointed, like deep, creepy kind of voice just talking. I like that. I think it sounds really dope. And then he's like, I just want to get away. I don't know. It's just I, tight. I get yeah. Zakuma beat. Kuma killed it. Kill, Kuma crushed it on this whole fucking album, dude. He, re, yeah. he should really be proud of himself. 
This album yeah, would right. not have been as good without that uh, the fucking great production. Yeah. Kuma, I mean, Hoodoo is the shit. He can rap his ass off and he sounds cool and shit. But man, these a lot of these beats and like the way their sh- the songs are structured are what sell it for me. Yeah, and uh, going off of uh, DC's video he put up not that long ago about Kuma, you know, he's he's still you know, he's still hoping for Kuma on the six yeah. rather than Mikey Clark. You know, Mikey Clark, yes, Mikey Clark obviously is, you know, the popular choice, but I'm, I'm, I kind of feel the same way, man. Let's let's give Kuma the chance, man, because I think it would come out just as good. I, I would love to hear a Kuma, a full Kuma produced Joker's card. I would like to. I would like to see Kuma produce Joker's card. Mikey Clark advising, studio advisor. Mm-hmm. Mm, you know, or like Kuma produce Mikey Clark mixed or like they collab. Yeah, yeah. that would be. I think like that would that. be ideal. I would like. I, I would like Mikey Clark to be in there as kind of like you know, getting the getting the hooks and stuff the way they need to sound. But having you know Kuma doing the production, the the, the the main inspiration of the sound, but having Mikey Clark getting them hooks nice and yes. precise. Because we are under the assumption that Mikey Clark has a hand in how I believe the, he has, how the writing should yes. go and how this verse is structured. I believe, yes, I believe Mikey Clark has a big hand in how the hooks and bridges and all that shit sounds. When you get a Mikey Clark album and you hear that sound, it's because he he you know he has the hand in it. Yeah. I feel because without it, because non Mikey Clark albums, the hooks don't they don't sound the same. They don't slap as hard. Yeah, usually the the hooks are simpler. I think with a Mikey Clark album, but they slap harder. I think maybe Jay, maybe Jay kind of sucks at writing hooks, and he needs someone to like kind of inspire him. Yeah. And maybe, maybe that maybe there's something to that. But yeah, Mikey Clark, studio advisor, Kuma produced. We're just you know what everything we're saying over here, you know you know what I'm about to say, right? It's speculations. You know that. <laughs> yeah, of course. Elbows on bit, puffing on hips, sipping on sips, sipping on sips, dipping and skating and bouncing shit. <laughs> oh man. All right, man. Um so that's all for, uh, oh, there is a secret, not a secret track per se, but he does have a creepy voice at the end, just kind of talking. This I had this on in the other car, in the car the other day. Just I didn't even say anything. I just let the song finish and just kept playing. And my daughter was listening. She's like, what is this? You're the I was like, I don't know. You're the jinx. <laughs> yeah. It almost sounded like they were setting up to like another album, and then it just never came up again with this ending thing. Like he literally like kind of laughs at the end. Like he sounds like it sounds like a genuine laugh. So I think they're just like he's probably like say some yeah. scary shit in the studio, yeah. and like they're looking for some shit to add for dubs or intro or whatever. And he's just goofing off, is what I think. That's my two cents. But I, I do think Mikey There he is laughing. Mikey Clark had a hand in this album. <laughs> he was uh he did some of the beats. Yeah, he did some of the beats. And then in the special thanks to Mikey Clark was listed as the first person. He said, Mikey Clark, thanks for the amazing trip to outer space. So I'm wondering if Mikey Clark did have a more of a hand than just mm. producing a few tracks. He had a hand in like actually bringing the 
advising this album and getting the hooks and a lot of the things the way they, they needed to be. I mean, don't get me wrong. Like I believe in Kuma and I think he could have done all this with like without Mikey Clark's assistance, yeah. but as good as this first album has come out for Hoodoo, like I would, I have to assume Mikey Clark, like at least advised some of this, you know, I would I would think so, man. If that's the case. That's proof that if that's how they do the next Joker start, it can work. Cause I think crystal skull overall is awesome. That's a great point. Could, could Kuma still bring it as hard? If, ju- if all he needs is a little bit of guidance from Mikey Clark, I be I would love I I know Kuma doesn't talk a lot about this shit like I'm in his Discord but he's very like aloof he doesn't really talk in depth about shit but I be I would love to just ask Kuma more about like the actual process and his um his, not only his opinion on Mikey Clark but how working with him it goes I want to I want that information if anybody knows how to hook hook up with Kuma. Or uh, get him his attention, please. I would love to just pick his brain, man. I mean, we have to assume that they work separately mostly. Because even in that interview, Mikey Clark said, you know, he likes to work alone, you know. Let, yeah. While he's while he's in the studio making these beats, he don't want, you know. Yeah. In the early days, yeah, everybody was around. But, you know, after a while, he wanted people out of the studio so he can make the beats. <clears throat> so I would assume there's... I mean, his looks like a bunker. His what? His studio looked like a bunker in that interview. Like yeah. it looks like he has his like little capsule he works in. Yeah, yeah, it looked cool. Mm-hmm. I, I implore everyone to go watch that Mikey Clark. I don't remember the fucking podcast he was on, but Mikey Clark interview was from like twenty twenty. What was it? Subcast. Subcast. Yeah, that guy was a fucking dork, but Mikey Clark is the shit on it. God, I would, yeah, okay, I was kind of dumb. I would love to talk to Mike. I wouldn't even know what to say to him for the most part, but I would just want to like all these questions we've accumulated over all these shows. Like, mm-hmm. I would have to go back and watch some old shows. Be like, God, man, like, what were you thinking when you made Nothing's Left or you know, <laughs> whatever the fuck. Well, he he said in that interview that you know he usually makes something and then moves on from it. He doesn't really, yeah. You know, he doesn't really like what he ma- what he makes. I think that's, I mean, every yeah. artist is like, like, I'm sure you're like that, dude. Like, how much shit have you just spent time on that threw, threw in the yeah. trash because you're like, I'm tired of looking at this. Yeah, many times. Yeah, I've d- I do the same shit when I fuck with Photoshop or whatever. Like, it's the same shit, man. Mm-hmm. Every artist is just hard on themselves. So, you know, the bone, when- he did pick out the bone, though. I remember in that interview, he did pick out. He was like, that's an interesting oh, one. He, he picked out Bang Pow Boom. He li- really liked Bang Pow Boom. You're right. And I, and I mm-hmm. really think bank pow boom is a great standout album a mikey mikey clark influenced you know standout album and the bone is one he picked out that is an interesting that he's that he actually likes i wouldn't have picked out, out the him. fucking bone yeah, i think it's a good track i like it he talked about how it was like a surfer song yeah well, something. it is <laughs> which i think uh, the surfing sound that surfing kind of cadence has a big part in punk music too. Mm. Like, you know, the, the, the kind of drum mm-hmm. beat. Mm. So even the last rock on that album had that kind of sound to it. On what album? On Bang Pal Boom, the last track on the album, Bang Pal Boom itself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Great track. I like, yeah. 
I my dad listened to that and he said it almost reminded him of something the Beach Boys would do of all things. Yeah. Interesting. Well, that's pretty cool, man. Like that's like oh, uh, 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 That's what Mike's a master uh, uh, of, man. Like uh, 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 he's he's a master of bringing yeah. those old sounds to today. Well, I when I hear Bang Pa Boom, I almost get like a 60s California vibe. Like music that was coming out of California in the 60s like Beach Boys mm. and that kind of surfer. I get a lot of those vibes from that album hmm. interesting interesting but this album this album was all over is all over the place but it is tied together nicely i think it's it's a great yeah. fucking introduction to the rapper big hoodoo mm-hmm. it's the it's the it's the perfect introduction to to a rapper who who so who produces his the next albums after this we had a. Uh, I was just looking at Asylum, and it's all over the place. Really? Yeah, yeah I've got it right here. Um, mm. So you, so you, yeah. you'll go out and say this is the best Hoodoo album. Absolutely, without yeah. a doubt, dude. Without a doubt. Yeah. Like the other albums are okay. Uh, it's just, it's just a lot of. They all kind of blend together. Asylum's got some, some smackers on it. Mm-hmm. Red Book, I gotta listen to some more, but it's it all blends together. So what's the order of release? Crystal Skull, Asylum, Red Book. Okay. Yeah, a lot of uh, Asylum is Straight Jacket, some guy named Rude Wade, and a lot of Young Wicked. Mm, interesting. Young Wicked, yeah, Young Wicked was in the fray at that point, so that doesn't yeah. surprise me. Yeah, that was uh, 2016, so that's like the tail end of Missing Link era. Yeah intriguing Justin Manning says I wonder why Mikey Clark never got any blowback from Juggalos because he left to go work with Kid Rock well I think that was a lot of I mean not a lot of Juggalos knew that I don't think a lot of Juggalos one give a shit about Kid Rock at all in any capacity no one even probably thinks about him, let alone Mikey Clark. Work. It's not like Mikey Clark or Kid Rock goes around like this album was produced yeah. by Mikey Clark. No, you know? he don't. He don't big up Mikey Clark. <laughs> I think that also. Well, in that interview, Mikey Clark said Kid Rock didn't even give him fucking credit on that all summer long song. Which, by the way, I was listening. We just had Spotify on the other day. Yeah. That's, that song came on, dude. I was tapping my toe like a motherfucker, <laughs> and Tara like looked over at me like. Look, look at you. Like, I was like, bro, Mikey Clark on this shit. And I, yeah. I sat there and schooled her about Mikey Clark. Yeah. <laughs> she did not want to hear it or care. But I was like, this, I mean, this beat is incredible. But he's also been working. He's been working with Mikey Clark for a long, for just as long as he's been yeah. working with the clowns. So, yeah. I mean, he's always worked with them. It does warm my heart telling people they have uh, Violent J to thank for that song. Yeah, Definitely. man. Absolutely. <laughs> Dude, I would love to hear. I would like ICP to just to rap. I would love to see what they just come up with on that song. Just do it anyways. Yeah. Why not, dude? Like, I, I, would, I just want to hear what they would have come up with. It probably would have been a smacker. And what, what, what era was that? That was like 2010, wasn't it? I don't know. So that was like the Bang Pow Boom era. Probably. He said he made it for the gathering that year, right? Yeah, that would have so been a sweet it gathering. It would have been, been a Bang yeah, Pow Boom. Yeah, it would have been a Bang yeah. Pow Boom flavored sounding song. God damn it. God which, damn it. I mean, yeah. Oh, Mikey Clark. Oh. Which, now, which now that we have, you know, five cards in the second deck, I my... The opinion is, I mean, Bang Pow Boom still stands out as the best album, in my opinion, for the, from the second deck. 
Oh, man. I listened to Bang Pop Boom again recently, like with you in my mind saying that, and I still was like, I don't know. <laughs> I can't, man. That album, to me, that album flows together. I love that album. I don't know what it is. Like that album just does not hit for me like that. I think it's I'm a super fun biased, ride. though. That was like one of my first albums. So I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's a good one, man. Bang Pop Boom is a standout album. I, I do like it. Album. I do really like it, but I like Death Pop and Found and Yum Yum better than that. I love. I like Death Pop too, but I don't know. It's Bang Pop. Bang Pop Boom and Death Pop are just—I don't know, man. Bang Pop Boom and Death Pop are are, 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 are DNA in them, though. Yeah, they got yeah they got the first deck DNA in them exactly. That's right. why I love them. You're right. I mean, there's there's a charm, a certain charm to it for that reason. But man, like I I just the songs don't slap as hard for me as some of these other ones. That's all. I don't know vultures, fucking how to catch a predator, <laughs> fucking the the title track oh, bang pop yeah. boom, fucking <laughs> those uh, those songs are fucking amazing. Ah. <laughs> um all right man you must start wrapping it up um yes sir oh by the way i want to mention i got this voodoo staff i've had this voodoo staff I've had that for fucking decades since i became a juggalo i think yeah. um i bought that on the original the first juggalo website i ever went to of course other than icp.com insaneclownbossy.com was juggalo.com of course you're going to type juggalo.com to yeah. see if it works and it did back in the day. And it went to a, a ICP news website ran by a guy named WVM, which stood for Wicked Voodoo Master. This guy was the shit. I think he eventually moved on and jumped over to real Juggalos at some point. But he ran the original Juggalo.com. I remember you, WVM. He sold these fucking staffs. He had a six foot and a four foot one. The six foot was like $80 or something. The four foot, which I have here, was like 40 bucks. So I bought one. It fucking came in the mail. This thing is held up. It's made of real wood. Yeah, it's, it's sturdy. It's the, yeah, the, the, the painting on it is very dope. Like, yeah, this thing is solid, dude. You've had it for decades and it hasn't broke. It's solid. I mean, yeah, it is the shit, man. Original juggalo.com voodoo staff. I don't know why the fuck he sold those. But I'm wondering, did he make them? I, I think so, man. It's carved out of straight wood. I don't know where the fuck it came from, though. Yeah, it's dope. It's fucking solid, that's for sure. You can fucking whack somebody with that and probably knock them out. Very dope. I, I, I've always loved this thing. Yeah. Uh, I, I think I've... I, I don't even think I've seen them. Yeah, I, there was a guy at the gathering that had one sim very similar yeah. that I thought, like, this had to be, like, its brother. Yeah. He, his had, like, he had painted it, and put I think he put hair and shit on yeah. it, but I always, I never fuck with mine, man. It, it just, original wooden shit. Yeah. Nice simple, really cool. As soon as I heard, as soon as we were doing vo hoodoo, I was like, I gotta get my voodoo staff. Mm -hmm. you know, what I noticed about this skull yeah. is there's no teeth. There isn't? Let me see. Oh, you're right. There's literally no teeth. Intriguing. Like there's, it's so just, I, it's just a fucking flat. I Googled like crystal skulls to 3d print and like, of course you, there's a million skulls to 3d print, but that one was cool. Cause it was actually functional. Like I could put shit in it. Um, but I was like, man, let me try it. I, and I printed it with, with my, with my transparent filament and, uh, it's not transparent at all, but 
It, it's solid. It's good. I don't know if anybody out there 3D prints anything, but this thing is actually pretty fucking hard. It's like, solid. I'm try. I'm I'm squeezing it to try to see, and it, it's it won't break. If you squished it really hard, that's made with PET G filament. There's PLA, which is what I normally use. Yeah, I mean, that, this filament is tough. That shit. one's that one's tougher. That one's rec- recommended if you're putting shit like out in the heat or yeah. uh, anything like that. But yeah, man. Um, I, I meant to print it a little bit bigger. I wanted it to be like the size of a real skull. No, but um. Unfortunately, not. it's almost the size of this one. It's pretty cool, though. Right. But I like that one because it's that goofy <laughs> voodoo style skull. Yeah. You know, it's that funny. It's very cool. Yeah, cartoony <laughs> shit. Um, last. All right, before we go, man, let's see. Let's double check comments. I can see little ninja in there popping off. Do you think Yum Yum would have been better if they were still signed to a record label? Hmm. I don't know. I don't think so. Little Ninja's trolling. He says MML is God tier. Get out of here. I like Death Pop better than Bang Bow Boom. Okay, Violent J, you're with me. And Justin Manny says we need to get him on here for the origin story. Who? Violent J, the country singer? You are welcome to come on for origin story at any time, my man. You are a good homie, true friend of the show, and we appreciate you. At any time you want to come on, man, I will have you. All right. Do it. Um, I also, one other thing I want to shout out. Lastly, last thing. On every single video we post, we get a sh- we get a comment from a man. I think his name is J JP the Wicked Ninja. <laughs> JP the Wicked Ninja. <laughs> I'm gonna shout you out, bro. I'm gonna let me double check because I don't want to uh, uh, leave you. But every single fucking video, I'm not kidding you that we've ever released, he's commented, but he's never said anything on our comments other than whoop whoop. <laughs> hey man JP the Wicked Ninja I do notice you I see you I had to shout you out because you are there for every fucking video somehow and you always comment with whoop whoop and I never respond but you are being seen my man whoop whoop yep whoop whoop to you JP the Wicked Ninja here I'll give you one of these Uh, here Yep. <laughs> and uh shout out to everybody who checked out our uh things you see at the gathering video. That was that was uh you know, it was a good little uh <laughs> it was a good little vlog, you know, we put together of of of, of the nice uh things we saw there. Yes. Thanks for checking that out. That reminds the whole show well. <laughs> <laughs> and uh what else? Oh, and uh we'll be putting out more videos like that soon. Keep buying mojo. Check that shit out. Mojo is flying off the shelves like hotcakes. Hell yeah, man. Fucking out there, bro. Mo- the great Mojojo, the funky monkey, the hateful ape has arrived to deckwondelt.com slash shop, which now accepts a firm. And I mean, after pay, if you want to pay in four payments because our shit is too expensive, we understand paying for payments. It's not our fault. We are making like $5 an item off of this shit. So do not, do not get mad at us. All right. Um, that's it. That's all I had. All right. Gage, you got anything else for us? Um, I, I got this uh, really cool bootleg Brigmaster mask yesterday. That's all I got. Oh, wow. That's, that the is... one, that's the one that was for sale at Spirit Halloween. I meant Shaggy stole one from there. That's pretty fucking cool. I meant to go there and steal one. Where'd you get it, bro? Is that out now? Spirit Halloween. It was the last one. Oh, hell yeah, dude. Yeah. I hope they have those again this year. That's a Tom Wood design. Yeah. They, they didn't pay Tom Wood anything for that. What the fuck? Yeah. No, See, I didn't know anything about this. <laughs> I knew nothing yeah. about this. Yeah, last yeah, 
Last Halloween, they put out two clown mask designs from like branded Spirit Halloween. One was that, and it's it's a direct ripoff of the Ringmaster, Tom Woods Ringmaster. Then they put out another one that's like a direct yeah. ripoff of like some other random clown that Tom Wood put out. And it's it's he like posted about it and everything. It's fucked up. Shaggy had it in his bag on one of the Palcasts. He said he went there and stole one. Mm-hmm. Wow. <laughs> and he encouraged everyone else to steal yeah, one. Yeah, fuck so. that. If you go to Spirit Halloween this year and they have those, steal those motherfuckers. And yeah. for comedic, for for legal purposes, that's purely a joke. All comedy, of course, absolutely. Steal, as in, uh, you yeah. know, uh, uh, you know, as in stop the steal. You as, know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. As in steal, steal the uh, steal it back from the stealer. Yeah, steal as an S T E E L. Yeah, know what I'm saying? I don't yeah. give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of that, speaking of masks, I wanted. I, I was actually looking at a uh, sweet tooth masks the other day <laughs> from uh, Twisted Metal. Yeah, from Twisted Metal. That's dope. <laughs> fucking sweet tooth, man! What the first fucking wicked clown I ever knew about. Mm. Yep. All right. Well, now Killer Penny, Clowns. Pennywise is going to be. Oh yeah. Yeah, I think Pennywise. I Pennywise the uh, the. Uh, uh, I got a cool it but. Yeah. Dude, by the way, Gage's mug collection is it's really out of control. Oh wow, you collect mugs? Oh, oh yeah, we gotta see bad. that. Yeah. They're like three stacked up on top of each other in a shelf. It huh. <laughs> he, he posted a picture of his fucking I I told him I said I have too many mugs or else I'd buy all these Deck One Delt mugs. And uh he's like because no, he said yeah, he didn't. Then I was like, I was like, I got too many. Then he posted a picture of his mugs. I was like, Jesus Christ, dude. Wow. You have way too many fucking mugs. We just got rid of a couple. If you look at my mugs, you'd think I'm a hoarder, but I only hoard mugs. <laughs> huh. I, I probably have about, I probably have like 25 mugs and I'm like, way, I got to cut back on my mug buying. Gage is fucking out I've of control. 100 or so, 125. <laughs> you, you need to do a, we, we should, you should do a, a mug like a show off on your Instagram or something like every day post a different one of your mugs that's a good idea i was going through them and i forgot i had half of them while packing this shit up some of them are just for novelty but some of them like um like i I mean how Mm -hmm. many how many do you actually drink out of probably i've drank out of maybe like 20 of them yeah like me, I have like 25 yeah. mugs, but there's like four that I, I keep in rotation because mm. they're big. I like big fucking like huge mugs. Yeah. Like the tall black ones. Yeah. With like the curved handle. Yeah. You yeah. know what you know would be really dope is uh Dark Carnival, ICP Dark Carnival themed beer steins. Mm. You know, you know those yes. beer steins that have like the carvings on them, and they're like real intricate. Yeah, you know what? That got me thinking just now. Like, I had, I had ICP beer stein that was. It was like a. I had it when I when we lived together. You had one when we lived together. It was what? It was um. I, my friend Candace bought it for me. It was blue, like sky blue, and it had the picture of some juggle knows what I'm talking about. It, it was like it was sky blue, and it had a picture. It was ceramic. It had a black picture on around it, and it was ICP in their Shangri La paint. It was just their Shangri La paint. It said like insane clown posse in that like Jekyll Brothers font. What? Um, it was so fucking tight. You need to it, get a. Do you have a picture of it? Uh, somewhere. You need but to find that. That fucker broke, and I was very pissed about it. I've seen them on eBay sell for like seventy five dollars and shit. Mm. 
They were so fucking dope. They were like that standard, like big ass, like beer stein, like this big with the flared big bottom yeah. and shit. But they, it was all, it was just printed. But God, that fucker was so dope. So yeah. dope. I wish I, had, I still had it. Damn it. I need to, uh, maybe I'll look up and I'll make some deck one delt versions. Yeah. Print one. Yeah. Cool. Oh, print one. That might be cool. Yeah. Can't run it through a dishwasher. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh, look. Crutch says he has that. It's packed away in a box in Ontario. Well, that don't give us... That doesn't do us a lot of fucking good, does it, Crutch? We'll pull it out, take a picture of it, and uh, send it. Send it. We'll repost it, man. We'll see that. All right, man. Um, Let's actually wrap it up. Gage, you good? Yeah. Thank you for having me. This thanks, is awesome. yeah, man. Thanks, for, thanks joining for joining us, Gage. We really appreciate you joining us and hanging out with us all show. Uh, we appreciate Schmeev for joining us. Mm-hmm. Go listen to uh, Juggalo Judgment if you don't already. Um, I'm sure it's the shit. I'm going to find out because I'm going to start listening to it now that I know the man himself. Um, nice guy. Yeah, I'm excited. Thanks for joining us, everybody in the chat. We appreciate you for hanging out with us all show long. Get your um, Great Mo Jojo and other merch at deckwondelt.com slash shop. Anything else? That's it. All right, let's shuffle the fuck up on out of here, man. We'll slide hoodoo back into the day. Yeah. Sure as fuck will. See y'all next time. Thanks for joining us. Peace. All together, after forever, <laughs> I've been